0: Can anyone beat Red Bull and Max? Is McLaren going to have a good result for once? And finally, who the hell is on the podium? Let's find out. This is the F1 Debrief. So it was another dominant performance by Red Bull with another 1-2 for the year. This time around, though, it was Perez over Verstappen. Uh, the race was okay. It wasn't too exciting, I believe. I feel like it was way too overhyped, as we had a great qualifying, uh, which promised a great race, which unfortunately didn't deliver. Uh, we were given one safety car, um, to thanks to Lance Stroll uh, parking it up. Uh, I can't remember where, but um, he was definitely well off the track. However, the FIA brought out the safety car anyway, um, which obviously bundled up the field. Alonso actually ended up getting a five second time penalty because of a grid spot drama, but he was able to serve that in um, in this during the safety car period. There was a few battles. Um, it was not the most exciting race. There wasn't a It sh- wasn't really wow moments um but uh yeah so without further ado we're just gonna have a quick look at the results so as you see here sergio perez as i said managed to win um he was fi- he finally managed to win this race of course last year he got a pole but uh he got screwed by the safety car this time actually worked in his favor second place max verstappen now there's actually a lot of um there's an interesting thing going on with these two um i feel like we're going to be seeing a hamilton versus rosberg-esque sort of thing here um because basically for people who aren't verstappen fans sergio perez is your only hope for winning the championship um and i feel like it's going to get heated i reckon um because Towards the end of the race, Perez was on the radio all the time asking, you know, who's done the fastest lap and what's the, are we pushing, are we slowing? And it was very cryptic from both sides. And I think Max didn't know the fastest, like they wouldn't tell Max the fastest lap. So there was a bit of a competition between the two and seeing at the end, of Perez was actually um, quite disappointed to find out that Max actually stole the fastest lap from him. Uh, I mean, who, who, who can blame him? Now, third place um, is officially uh, Fernando Alonso. Of course, he he had a pre had a really good run. He's really happy with the car uh, and the radio. He seems as happy as he can be. Um, however, as I said, he actually got a penalty for parking too much on the left hand side of his grid box, but when he went to serve the penalty, um, he actually received another penalty due to the fact that, um, the, the Jack guy, the Jack, the Jack dude, I don't know, what, what do you call him, the ones that lift the car up, actually lifted him up before he was meant to, but, uh, the problem is with this, now I'll just quickly get into this, um, uh, the penalty was just stupid in my opinion the fia needed to do a better job with this part so basically what if you don't know what happened is uh he actually was on the podium he celebrated he got the trophy sprayed the champagne you know all the podium stuff but literally after that he was told that he got a pen- 10 second time penalty which resulted him in fourth but then later on he was i don't know given third position back so i don't know what the hell's going on there um and Fernando was pretty animated about it, um, and you know, rightfully so, because he, he he Well, at the time, he didn't really he wasn't really fast, but he did mention that they had thirty odd laps to, to decide, um, if that was a penalty or not. Um, so that was a bit, that was um, a, that was wrong doing, wrong on the FIA, um, on their behalf, but. Luckily, Fernando was able to keep his third-place finish, which is also his 100th career podium. So, of course, he joins um, those that the list of talented drivers there. Um, and I'm really excited about Aston Martin this year. After a good result this weekend, it's really promising that, um, you know, they've got the real – their pace is real and it's not just a fluke. Um, and I'm also excited to see a epic battle between Aston Martin, Mercedes and Ferrari this year. I reckon that's going to be pretty cool between the three. Now, speaking of Mercedes, we've got George Russell officially in fourth position. Um, which is good to see the Mercedes guys back up again, once again after a disappointing uh, Bahrain Grand Prix. George Russell had a good good amount of pace, uh, especially I think on the hard compound. Lewis Hamilton, who finished fifth behind him, struggled a lot to get temp and mechanical grip on those hard tyres. Uh, he started he actually started on the hards, whereas majority of the field started on um, on mediums. Uh, George Russell was also actually told to let Lewis go at one point but Russell actually you know denied that and just took off basically and and then he set a massive gap on Lewis and originally on the radio you know they they didn't actually tell him Fernando had already served his penalty He, he was under the impression that that he was yet to do it so he was keeping a gap number sort of thing but he wasn't. Pretty, he was pretty animated when uh, he found out that ha- Fernando already did it. But uh, I've also oh, another thing as well. When I said Hamilton struggled, he's been struggling a lot in the car. You know, we've seen a lot of things on the media, um, about how uncomfortable he is. I feel like Russell, on the other hand, is actually it's not a fast car, but he's he's a bit more comfortable with it. It seems, because um, this isn't the first time you know he's out raced Hamilton before, um, but they do need to, you know, they don't belong there, but it's a better result this weekend than the other week, but um, it was a bit sad seeing the Red Bull, you know, Max Verstappen just breeze past Lewis Hamilton, which is insane compared to when we saw it in 2021 with all that drama that happened, so it's a surreal feeling just seeing how how easy he was passed. So he wouldn't have liked that for sure, Lewis Hamilton. That is uh, sixth place and seventh place uh, was a disappointing day for Ferrari. Although, in saying that, both cars were finally in the points this time around. Charles Leclerc was able to finish a race this year so far. No failures there. Um, they don't belong there. They belong, you know, against. They belong fighting against Red Bull. But obviously, Red Bull are in another league at the moment. Um, which makes it even harder. So it's just really, realistically, it's just a battle of second in the constructors. And constructors, really. But very disappointing weekend for both of the Ferrari drivers. It didn't look like they have much pace at all. Charles looked pretty quick on the softs, but uh, he was racing against medium compounds and hards. Um, but he sort of just backed off um, towards the end there. Eighth place, Esteban Ocon. Um, good work by him. Uh, as well as teammate Pierre, Pierre Gasly to both be in the points. Uh, Kevin Magnussen also rounding up the top ten for Haas, getting one point. Um, after he snatched it from Yuki Tsunoda in the eleventh. Um, not a bad race for him. Um, it's good to see him finally in the points again after a very disappointing uh Bahrain Grand Prix. Nico Hulkenberg's teammate, twelfth, thirteenth uh, place is Joe Guan Yu. Um, he, he, it's not a bad race for him. Better than his teammate for sure. Uh, he made did some good moves on uh, throughout the race, especially on uh, one of the Williams. Nick de Vries, fourteenth place for AlphaTauri. Fifteenth uh, was Oscar Piastri. Uh, he. He did really well um, for, with with the, with the tools he had. Uh, this weekend was going pretty well for him. Of course, in FP three, he was in the top ten, and yet again in qualifying, he actually made it into the into qualifying three for the first time, uh, in eighth. Um, but unfortunately, on lap one, he suffered damage onto his right part of his front wing. Uh, which obviously they had to pit for repairs, but after that point, he was basically nowhere for the whole race. Um, now that's not that's nothing to do with Oscar. Um, it's just the McLaren has just been nowhere. Um, this year, and unfortunately, it's a, it's a, As Nicky Lauda once said, or at least in Rush, it's a shitbox box at the moment, and that's exactly what it is, unfortunately. And you know they, but in saying that, you know. They, Oscar had really great, had a really good battle with um, Lando Norris, uh, as well as Logan Sargent and Nick De But unfortunately, that doesn't matter because you know McLaren shouldn't be in the bottom fifteen. They should be in the top five or top ten, where they belong. So this is very disappointing. But it's great to see um, Oscar drive really well and outrace his teammate. Even put um, he actually. Battled, um, uh Lando pretty well actually. He went, I think, down the inside of him on the final corner and managed to get him. Um, but then Lando was able to get DRS on him. But so it was a cool to see a, cool, a little battle between the two. Um, but yeah, they they don't deserve to be where they are now. They, you know, we want we want you to do better, McLaren. Logan Sargent in 16th for Williams, um, his teammate unfortunately didn't finish the race. Lando Norris, as I said, 17th after battling with Oscar Piastri. He also actually got um, wing damage on the same lap, different, situ- different collision. Um, so he was unfortunately nowhere as well. And speaking of nowhere, what a day for Valtteri Bottas, very disappointing for him. Um I was really hoping he would do well. He did alright last uh, last Grand Prix, but unfortunately today was not his day. And Alex Albon is the first of the non-finishers for Williams. He suffered a break drama. Now I'm not too sure what exactly was going on. Uh they do they did say that physically it looks fine, but it could be maybe a wire or something like that. I'm not too sure. But, unfortunately, that ended his day. You kind of need to stop around here, so, you know. And, last but not least, Lance Stroll. After having a epic start in making a move of a lifetime, going on the outside, and actually getting it to stick. I think it was on Carlos Sainz. It was such a beautiful overtake. Um, and then... A little bit later on he actually ended up retiring from the race still not too sure why i can't remember but yeah that actually ultimately brought out the safety car um and uh which was also ridiculous as well um but it is what it is but uh yeah unfortunately he couldn't finish but at least it puts less strain on his wrists so he can do he can be more prepared for australia coming up All right, so let's have a quick look at the championship results. So for the drivers, we've got Max Verstappen, uh, one point ahead of teammate Sergio Perez. In third place, we've got Fernando Alonso. Fourth is Sainz. Fifth, Hamilton. And then Russell in sixth. Seventh is Stroll. Leclerc is eighth. Bottas is ninth. And then Esteban Ocon is tenth. Gasly is in 11th, followed by Magnussen and Albon. uh, And then Yuki Tsunoda in 14th. Nico Hulkenberg is 15th. And then we've got Logan Sargent and Zhou Gonryu in 17th. Nick De Oscar Piastri and Lando Norris rounds up the 20. And it's very disappointing to see Lando Norris down below. He receives so much hype. I don't know how long he can handle McLaren, to be honest. If they keep performing like this, I, w- I won't be surprised that he leaves the team. Not where he wants to be, especially at the start of the year. Uh, quick look at the constructor stat. constructures. Uh, we've got Red Bull leading the way, followed by Aston Martin, and then Mercedes, Ferrari, Alpine, Alfa Romeo, Haas, Williams, Alfa Tauri, and Again, McLaren rounding up the 10. Now, of course, next week, not next week, sorry, in a fortnight time, we've got the Australian Grand Prix in Melbourne. The first time, uh, well, the second time uh, we see them at, at Australia. Of course, 2020, they unfortunately had, you know, the COVID saga happened and they couldn't go there. 21, the event never happened. Um, so it's glad to see them back in full swing once again. Now I think this is going to be the fastest Australian Grand Prix. Uh, I think because I think they're actually going to add an additional DRS zone. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, there's going to be some plenty plenty of overtakes around that circuit. Um, and in my opinion, for prediction wise, my top five, I reckon. Uh, I reckon it's going to be either... It's going to be Red Bull 1-2, surely. We're going to see Verstappen, I reckon. He's going to bounce back from today and win uh, the following Grand Prix, followed by, uh, let's go, Fernando Alonso and then um, Perez. It's kind of hard to not put the Red Bulls in those top three positions. Uh, The car is just insane. What Adrian Newey has done with the design, what everyone in the team has done with their car... Is just on another level. Uh, Especially their DRS. I want to point out their DRS is just so strong. They add... You get an additional 17 miles um, per hour on... Once once the DRS is activated. And they've just been Red Bull Rockets all year so far. Um, But it'll be interesting to see if they can continue this pace as the year goes on. Especially with less... um, wind tunnel testing but uh we'll see how we go but yeah as i said verstappen p1 followed by alonso and then perez third then i'm gonna reckon oh, i'm gonna say russell again but uh i'm gonna reckon leclerc will split the two uh, mercedes i reckon in fifth well that is my quick review of the saudi arabian grand prix i'm gonna give it Overall, in terms of racing, a a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, It wasn't a boring race, but it wasn't the most exciting. And I believe it was overhyped after qualifying yesterday. But, uh, yeah, so let me know what you guys think. And uh, stay tuned for more pods coming up. Of course, we've got the Australian Grand Prix, so I'll be doing a debrief there. But I'll also be doing a supercars report as well which is on the same weekend so busy fortnight ahead well that's all from me have a good night and bye for now